0: Hello, my name is Israel. I've been involved in hip hop since the 1980s as an artist, producer, radio show host, journalist, documentarian, magazine editor, hip hop advocate, and pundit. Over the years, I've interviewed hundreds of interesting people in music, media, and more. Welcome to Sounds from the Underground, the podcast from Insomniac Magazine, where we learn from both those who reside below the surface and those who've preached it. All right, so I'm here with Mr. Kevin Keith. And I think a worthy subject, since I'm always recommending that artists go back and discover some of the greats Mm -hmm. that maybe they're not familiar with. I think it's probably, you know, and, and so many times it's, it's, A name, you know, you hear and you you hear a name and you're like, okay, go back and check out, you know, whoever, fill in the blank. Right. right? It's pretty, pretty broad. It's pretty. Pretty vague, especially if the artists have a significant discography. So so I think maybe if we direct people to specific tracks, Mm. it'll be easier for them to be able to more definitively go back and see a direct correlation or connection between some of the features that we're talking about specific to an artist and 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 something, a piece of art that is easy for folks in the era of digital ADD to consume, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not expecting too much and, and, and you gotta and, and and it's also a gateway i think right yeah. there it's like if you say okay check out their first three albums then it's like okay come right? on right it's gonna be That's highly unlikely yeah. that somebody's gonna gonna go ahead and and do that mm-hmm. um, but i think if you say go on youtube and look for xyz song yeah i think you have a better chance of having someone actually follow through and then maybe having that spark, right? You know well, Wow, okay, I see. I see what you what you mean. Mm-hmm. So, what do we want to start? Um, I'll let you kick that. Okay. One off. I All know right. you have something in mind. Well, I don't have anyone in mind, <laughs> but I don't have anyone. Honestly, I don't have anyone in mind. Um, however, I could easily come up with people. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to pull someone out, out that is rarely ever talked about. You see these top 10 lists, you know, mm-hmm. you see a lot of the same names from the golden era. I'm going to pull someone out that I don't think I ever hear anybody talk about and that's, that's Mantronics. Oh. So Mantronics was yeah. this group from the mid 80s, mid to late 80s. Um and what was interesting about Mantronics was that, in many ways, and feel free to correct me if you think I'm wrong, mm-hmm. in many ways the star of the group wasn't necessarily the MC, which right. is typically what we see. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, there were two MCts.
1: Mm-hmm. In, Before that was ditched completely, and I think then he just went a uh, sort of like went, a dance music round. Right, rock, right, yeah, right. But, yeah. but
0: But but Mantronics. With an X, which is the group, group. right? And yeah. then the, the producer was DJ Mantronic, Mantronic with a K. With a K. Yeah. So in many ways, he was the star not to diminish the role of the MC, mm-hmm. you know, but that was one of those groups that really what stood out was the instrumentation. Right. Right. And, and not necessarily a distinctive voice of the MC. Mm-hmm. Again, not to diminish MCT. Uh, or one of the two MCTs because I think they were both <laughs> MCT. But the one song that 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 I want to I want to talk about is not even probably one you're even thinking about because I know there's some songs that that come to mind when you think about Mantronics. Mm. The song I'm thinking about is a song called Simon Says, mm. and okay. I don't know if you know that song. And and I I I believe it's probably on their third album. That being said, all you got to do is Google Mantronic's with an X and Simon Says. Uh there's even a music video for it, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen it for a while. however, this song was part it was clearly hip hop, but it was part it was all hip hop
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was electronic, which is really you know their edge, but it was also almost new wave rock, okay. And there's this very distinctive lead guitar in that song, mm-hmm. and it just has this this vibe of futurism in it. You know, it in many ways that song was unlike anything else from that time frame. Right. And there's not a lot of songs that you could say that about. Um, so I would I, I would highly recommend that folks go back. And check out Mantronics, you know, body of work. It goes, you know, without being said. I mean, it's classic. You know, mm-hmm. they they produced or he produced some pretty important records in the eighties. Obviously, you know, records from Just Ice, um, mm-hmm. of uh, course, classic rock. album from Just Ice. Yeah. What was that classic album? Classic album, La Rock. One, yeah. But that one song, I think, in many ways, was so distinctive that it's worthy of, of, of people's attention only because it really showed that you could push the limits. And so many times I think today I hear folks say things like, everything's already been done. (laughs) You know, everything's already been done. There's nothing new that could be done. And, and I think going back to a time when folks were limited, you know, in regard to the equipment uh in regard to the scope of what the genre was the fact that these guys in many ways broke the mold with that song that's that's my that's my pick so all right so google it youtube it uh, simple simon mantronics and message us and let us know what you think about it so what do you got Okay, you know what I'm thinking about
1: artists that really appealed to me, but the problem is they only had one or two tracks that I felt were strong, and
0: that's okay because we're talking about individual tracks.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And in many ways, all these folks were pioneers. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're if you're making music in the genre, recorded music that's professionally, you know, released, it's just being released. Mm-hmm. Then I think in 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 the mid '80s and the '80s as a whole. From the seventies and eighties, clearly, it's you're a pioneer. Yeah. So even I mean, think about think about Bambata. Uh, yeah. We were talking about that a little bit the other day with Planet Rock.
1: He was essentially a singles artist. So it was Planet Rock, Renegades of Funk.
0: Right. But but again, that one single, mm-hmm. that Planet Rock, is a revolutionary song. Right. Right. That has influenced in some ways, created new genres. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that that being said, I think a single is fine. Okay. So so what do you got? I'm thinking E Rule
1: with Listen
0: Up. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about E Rule. And and that's one of those names that by is is by no stretch of any imagination a household name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely a tight track. Exactly. But, but, but talk to me. Sampling about Sampling
1: the, the jazzy Roy Airs, Everybody Loves the Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And um just his entire flow over the track is it's so, it's next level. Yeah, it's it puts you into a different mind state just listening to the song. I mm-hmm. mean, anytime when I throw that track on, I just feel like it took me back to the nineties, mm-hmm. and I'm on another
0: zone. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, and I was I was definitely a fan of E. Rule, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a tight track. I mean, I think in some ways that and it's a smooth track. But I think in some ways... It, it's it, like, how do you top it, that It was one, kind yeah. of a quintessential 90s track. Yeah. Because it... I think it just encapsulated the sound of the 90s. Right. It was like real hip-hop. It was authentic. It had that, you know, cool f- flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one caught, caught me off off guard. Okay, so if that's the case, I'm going to say... If we're gonna really go with a, a tracks track, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Latif. This cut's got flavor. Ah, oh. okay. Is there any? I mean, is there anything that comes close to the? I don't know what the word would be. It just has such a distinctive melody and flow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was produced by Forty Five King, right? right. Yeah. Right, classic hip hop from an iconic producer, Mm -hmm. and it's just a one of a kind. I don't, is there anything else like that record?
1: No, no, I can't think of another track that's as powerful as that was during his time.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and I think there's something to be said about that. Like, could you imagine creating a track that 20, 30 years later? Because at this point, that was 30 years later, Mm -hmm. right? It's been 30 years since. that record came out and it's, it's just like at the tip of my tongue. Yeah. And anybody from that era, they know that record. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you could make a record today that in 5, 10, 20, 30 years is flowing off the tip of somebody's tongue. That's impact. Yeah. I mean, if you could do that with more than one song, then hey, you know, you're a legend. Mm-hmm. But even if you could do it with one song, I mean, I think that is one heck of an accomplishment.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: So, definitely go back. Latif, right? L-A-T-E-E-F. L-A-T-E-F. Yeah. Um, this Cut's Got Flavor? Yeah. Yep. Uh, produced by 45 King, Mark mm-hmm. 45 King. Uh, definitely worth your time. If you don't know that record, trust me, it's worth your time.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, since you put me in the flavor unit uh, state of mind, I'm going to go with Apache, Gangsta
0: Bitch. Okay, okay. And that was one of those, like, it was almost an anthem record. Yeah, yeah. So that was, what, early-ish 90s, -hmm. Tommy Boy Records. Right. um, uh, Rest in Peace, No Longer With Us. Right, Apache, And, and, I mean, the hook was was contagious. I
1: mean, come on. It was like the, at the time that it was released, it was like the hottest song that was out there. Mm Mm-hmm. I just remember that was just one of those songs, and then I remember the video came out, and that just enhanced it even more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was it was definitely a dope track.
0: Yeah, and I I wonder I don't I don't hear folks say say that name. Um, I think they knew the song more
1: so than they knew yeah, the artist, yeah. which was you know unfortunate, but right. you know you got to give them credit. That was that a was, hot record. That was a hot record. That was yeah. a hot
0: record. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So Apache is 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 on a list of go to <laughs> singles, and I know some people say, "Nah," but what about this song? Well, listen, there's no there's no rules. Yeah, to we we're, we're just we're just two hip hop aficionados uh, identifying. Remarkable
1: singles. Mm-hmm. We'll probably finish this podcast, and as soon as it's over, we'll go. Oh, we should yeah, talk about missed, that one. We missed
0: that guy. We missed that, that, one. And we all, missed that yeah. one, and I don't. And we don't want to say obvious stuff either. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, we could pick out obvious tracks, but then what good is that? We're mm-hmm. giving folks, and and I don't want to even say hidden gems because I'm sure there are people out there that are like, yeah, I know that record well, yeah. but but they're not household names, right? And I think there is a value for folks to be able to go back.
1: And check the stuff and, out and
0: and pull these out mm-hmm. so let's see here all right, I don't know if this is cheating <laughs> this might be cheating because it is a well-known song, but honestly, it's one of those songs that I think is worth bringing up
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and I and I could still I could still remember where I first heard it mm-hmm. and my reaction to the song. As a matter of fact, as I'm saying this, I'm getting goosebumps. Um and that's six in the morning. Oh, okay. So the label is techno pop. And um I remember listening to WNYU mm-hmm. P Fine. With P5. The B-O-G at uh, New York City, NYU, New York Universities. Mm-hmm college radio station i'm in the bronx and um that was the you know that's where you went to hear the underground right and which is ironic because we were in the era of the underground Mm -hmm. so that was like super underground (laughs) and and i give give it up to p P fine he was one of the first to play a lot of records Mm -hmm. uh i think he was the first he was the first place i heard public enemy yeah Yeah. Um, so wherever he's at mad props to Mm P-Fine college radio Uh, was it in 86 what year was it 86 87 Mm -hmm. yeah it must have been around that time the minimalistic beats the bass the snare the sharp cut the cymbal Mm -hmm. crash and the iconic Six in the Morning Police at My Door by Ice-T. That is, I think, one of the most quintessential 80s tracks. Oh, yeah. And and certainly a one-of-a-kind. There's nothing that, in my opinion, elicits the same feeling yeah. as that raw track like that track was about the essence of what hip-hop could be mm-hmm. if you don't know that song i think that song is one of those tracks that in in recent years you see it and people talk about it in documentaries i think it's stuff like that yeah uh but it's been around obviously for a long time a lot of people know about it people that know about it know the lyrics uh-huh. um but if you don't and you don't have to tell anybody you don't have to admit that you don't. But if you don't, <laughs> this is a safe place. <laughs> press After you're done or if you want to press pause, and listen to Six in the Morning by Ice-T. Mm-mm. Also, probably one of the first, I don't know, I don't know. if they, I mean, really one of the first West Coast songs to really, I think, penetrate. Am I, am I missing yeah, something? yeah. On the east, east coast, coast yeah. right? So, that's a must-have. Mm-hmm. That is, that's a, a a tracks track, right? In hip hop, right? All right, I know you have one. What do you got?
1: Okay, now I have to talk about a group that. Actually, you know, I kind of uh, did some work with the group, did some publicity for the group, and um, I'm just still surprised to this day that everyone doesn't remember. Super Lover C and oh, Casanova wow. Rudd.
0: do the James
1: do the James. I mean, that was the first one that really you know struck a chord with the underground with the hip hop mm-hmm. audience as a mm-hmm. as a whole. I mean, girls, I got them locked. Yeah. Girls, I got them locked. Yeah. Super Casanova. <laughs> I mean, they just kept rolling out single after single, and they had an an entire album too. Yeah, an album, and I think it was an EP afterwards. Yeah. But um, they were unstoppable at one point. And they just. DNA International. DNA International, right. Then they were picked up by um, Electra. East West. Oh, Electra. 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 Electra Records. And um, they had a marketable image. They were the Romeos of rap. Yeah, they were fly. Uh, they had a fly image, right? Yeah. 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 And um, Superlover C had that speed rhyme style mm-hmm. that no one could touch at the time. And um, I think, you know, it was Paul C's death that eventually mm. derailed the group because mm-hmm. he was such a, a strong um, component of the group. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. was the man behind the scenes, was providing the production It was perfect mm-hmm. for um, for Super Lover C style. Yeah. Yeah. So you could pick any of those singles, whether it's. Do the James, whether it's uh, Super Casanova or you gotta Girls give like them got one, them you gotta give them one. Oh, well, I gotta just give them one. Okay, we'll, from we'll start with the first one, and then do, the, do James. the James. I think everyone knows that, but just in case you don't, okay, look up. Do the James, okay.
0: So do the James, Super Lover C mm-hmm. and, and Casanova, Casanova Rudd. Rudd,
1: and I think Casanova Rudd is. Uh, Rhyming solo these days. Okay, yeah. interesting. Which is interesting because he wasn't really rhyming back right. then. So. Super
0: Love C was a dope. Was he was dope a dope in C. Yeah, yeah, no question about that. Mm-hmm. So another another classic tracks track to look up. There's an artist that a lot of people would would know. Mm-hmm. His name is Chino Excel. Of course. And before he was Chino Excel, he was in a group, which which I think was just him, but I could be wrong, called Art of Origin. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, he was probably the first, if not one of the first, artists on Rick Rubin's American or Deaf American right. label uh-huh. after he left Def Jam. And I recall getting a record that was... Unbelievable mm-hmm. because his he not only was he one of the most proficient lyricists that I had heard, mm-hmm. like he really stepped in, mean, yeah, to the next level. Um, you could hear everything he said, you heard every word, every word connected. Mm-hmm. You talk about razor sharp, right? Sharp, he, yeah, sharp, and the music was also hard hitting, yeah. it was direct. Uh, so that is purple hands in the air, and I believe it was on an imprint from American, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. called Ill Labels or something right. like that.
1: That's what it was.
0: And and then eventually we knew him as Chino Excel. Mm-hmm. So I recommend go into Google, go into YouTube, and then after that, by the way, for those for those vinyl. Uh, collectors go into discogs, yeah, because you won't regret it, mm-hmm. and get the vinyl. Definitely, Art of Origin, like that is groundbreaking hip hop. That is true lyricism, mm-hmm. and even to this day, I mean, he's one of yeah. the dopest lyricists. Period, mm-hmm. hands down. Purple mm-hmm. hands in the air, down. Mm-hmm. Chino <laughs> Excel, check him out. Definitely, definitely. All right. All right, I have a few that I'm thinking
1: of, but I think right now we'll go with the Dismasters. Small Time Hustler.
0: Okay, well, you was that?
1: that? I don't remember. I think that was 80. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But I just remember hearing this track that sounded so sinister. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And these MCs that just jumping on the track Mm -hmm. and the way they attacked it. Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. It was just something so different for the time
0: interesting yeah and 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 i have to be honest with you i'm drawing a blank on on that song really on small time hustler and i the name the name is very familiar the even the title's familiar but i'm drawing a blank on what it sounds like so i have to go by
1: a hustler doom 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 i I have to go and look i have to go
0: (laughs) i have to go and look it look it look it up so tell me again
1: all right this small time hustler when you hear it
0: you'll play it you'll go oh yeah oh yeah all right so i'm gonna go back to the 80s and um no surprise and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna pick an artist with a troubled history Mm -hmm. um at the time he he was he he seemed like a clean cut kind of kid who Mm -hmm. just had dope rhymes and eventually ended up Finding himself in a, in a world of of trouble, yeah. uh, Which I'm not going to get into. Um, I think I
1: know where you're going with this. I think I know what it is. Oh, steady B. Okay, yeah, steady B. Threw me a curveball there.
0: Um, and I have to tell you, man, this was this was the go-to track on a very specific tape. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've been around long enough to know tapes, like everyone had those tapes, yeah. right? Like the tape, like you knew that tape. Mm-hmm. You could pull out that tape. Mm-hmm. And I had a very specific tape. It was a white tape. It had no, nothing written on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know where I got it from because it wasn't even like a, you know, like a Maxell or anything. Like, it was yeah. just like a white blank tape. So I, I don't even know where that tape came from. But on that tape, I had this track from Steady B, mm-hmm. who was part of Marley Mall's camp. Um, I believe the label was Pop Art, right? And so that was, I guess, I guess Juice Crew, right? Yeah. And um, and the song was just Call Us Death." Oh yeah. D E F. Just call us Death. I mean, that was a high-powered monster track, mm-hmm. and it was my go-to if, if you if you're from that era, you know that, you know, you had these go-to tracks. You would walk around with your boombox. And every once in a while, someone tried to test you. And they would, you know, they would have their boombox on. Mm -hmm. And you would end up having a battle a little Mm -hmm. bit. Unfortunately, sometimes it was on public transportation. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and that was the go-to track. Once you put on, just call us deaf. It was over Mm -hmm. because that song was so powerful. It was like high-powered, booming. It it was just an amazing track. Now, now the B-side, not so much. Well, but I mean, he had so many singles. Do you remember the B-side? I don't
1: remember the B-side. The B-side
0: was, um, oh, man, it was an ode to Shantae. He was telling Shantae he was in love with her. Oh, I remember that. Um, I forget what it's called now. It's on there, and I'm not Mm -hmm. cheating by looking online, but if you look online and you find the record... The A side, or maybe actually, maybe Just Call Us Up was a B side. I don't know. But
1: it doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter because that's B side always won. It didn't matter because that's the one that was on the tape. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I think Steady B will probably be in jail for the better part of his life. Yeah. Yeah. So I won't get into that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the. The downside, right. but you know what? He did make he did makes uh, uh, some Legacy of good some music. awesome yeah. art mm-hmm. and um, and I recommend checking out. Just call us deaf.
1: All right, I'm gonna go for an easy one now. If, I mean, this one you're talking about a song that would get any party jumping, top billing audio too. Oh
0: yeah, no question about that. That's yeah. that's like, that's a no brainer.
1: It's sampled yeah. so much.
0: That beat, you know that that's. It's interesting because again, it's a minimalistic song, minimalistic beat, but that beat is is almost as iconic as Sucker MC's from Run the MC. Yeah, you know, it's like if you have these beats that just a beat, just a bass and the snare alone mm-hmm. are iconic.
1: Yeah, and from know? what I understand, the whole thing was a mistake. Wow. Yeah, it was just. Uh something that because daddy o was in the studio working with them and um i think that that beat was playing i think they played it and they didn't like the way it sounded and somehow i think there was an error and they ended up playing it backwards and said wait a minute right i like this i like this version of it and it turned into the song and no one i remember walking into the latin quarter and hearing that for the first time right and then it was so good that the DJ threw it on again. Wow. And again.
0: And I could see that. Again. I could see that not would it be played again, because it was a obviously it was a, a hot record. Mm-hmm. But I could see how that could be a mistake. Yeah. Because it was just a little off. Right. Like it didn't follow the typical patterns. Exactly. That you were used to back then. So I could definitely see how that was, uh, you know, the perfect mistake.
1: Right. I think that was actually the B-side for a song Called I got I I like cherries. Wow, that was the A side. Now it's supposed to be the one that was the hit. Wow, they were like, oh come on, Red, come on, you got to play this and stuff. We got, I mean, I got cherries.
0: Everyone's right. gonna love this one. Right. I like
1: cherries, right. and it, Red was like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, it's, it's the B side.
0: Wow, yeah. So that was another example. All right, so I'm going to. Oh, this is a tough one because they really do have. A lot of songs that I could pick outside of the obvious, mm-hmm. and they and it's funny because they have been in the news lately. I don't remember. Or I don't. I think there was some video that was released of of the production for "Walk This Way." I don't know if you caught some. Well, you sent me I Yeah, I sent. That yeah, to you, you. sent that to me. So Run the MC, obviously, you know one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, it, uh, ironically, despite the fact that they are. I think that a lot of new hip hop fans don't really know enough about why that is the mm-hmm. case, why they're in the rock and roll hall of mm-hmm. fame, the immense history around them, the iconic producers around them, the Larry Smiths, obviously the Rick Rubens. Mm-hmm. And and I'm and I'm torn, but I'm gonna make a decision. And that is Together Forever, run the MC. It also has a sub name, a sub name, and Crush I can pull Groove, up the vinyl. forget Crush which Room Crush Groove or something it is. like yeah. that. Yeah. But that record is is a live record, yeah. right? It's live in the park. It's right. That yeah. one's
1: live. That's not which one was live at the fun it was house. Live. That's another one. That was here we go. Right. Yeah, that was here we go. Okay.
0: But it was live in the park, and those dusted
1: beats. Beach. Yeah.
0: Those slow, I mean, the ultimate 808 drums, the toms are in there. It is so minimalistic. Mm -hmm. And the the flyest rhymes by Run and DMC. And there's nothing like it. Is there anything like Together Forever?
1: No, no.
0: There's nothing Mm -mm. like Together Forever. That is, in my opinion, one of the greatest rap songs in the history of Mm hip-hop. Period. Together forever.
1: Well, you know what? I was always partial to... Profile Records, of course. Oh, yeah, Profile. I was always partial to uh, Daryl and Joe.
0: You know, that's the one that I was torn with. Mm -hmm. That's the one I was torn with because that is... Another amazing track that wasn't like the hit record. Right. It wasn't the one that they wouldn't necessarily even play on the radio a lot. Mm-hmm. But it was just just this it, barrage of hardcore rhyming, mm-hmm. amazing I mean, scratching. Yeah, red right? alert it wasn't just, that red alert. It was that was red, red alert. alert. He
1: just
0: amazing goes scratching. Off at the end, yeah. It was just pure unadulterated hip hop. Yeah. Yep. Like that is one of those songs that is undeniably masterful, mm-hmm. Daryl and Joe. In case you don't know, that's their real names, <laughs> right? Joseph Simmons and Daryl McDaniel's. For those people that might not know, mm-hmm. and I stole your song. So what were you going to say about it? <laughs> you oh, said wow. it. You pulled it out, and then I. I no, went I think off
1: you pretty it. much said everything that I wanted to say about it. I mean, <laughs> that was just another one of those songs that when I heard it um it just took me to some other place
0: it is and that that's a good way to describe it man Mm -hmm. it's like you get in a zone with some songs everybody knows that right Mm -hmm. like you have some songs that just take you to a place that 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 are really special Mm -hmm. and that was i don't know that 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 song is perfection Mm -hmm. some songs that are perfection
1: and that's yeah
0: together forever is perfection right and the Daryl and Joe is perfection.
1: Right. And from what I understand, um, they hated Daryl and Joe. Interesting. Yeah. They thought it was crap.
0: Wow. But that's yeah. okay. That's all because right. Because we like it. We love it. Yeah. yeah, we love it. Yeah. And once again, for those folks, the uninitiated, you don't have to tell anybody that you don't know what, what you know, run the MCs, you know, non-hit songs are. Everybody knows, you know, Walk This Way, which they also apparently hated. <laughs> yeah. Go back and, and, and check out. Check out those songs together mm-hmm. forever, Daryl and Joe, and uh, and then from there, you know, maybe we'll recommend some some albums. <laughs> but I think that's that's a good place to start. And if you if you want to understand the genius of Run the MC, I think that those songs should make it clear, yeah, why they were so special. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I think we should stop there because we could go on all day. I want to make sure that we give people enough. Unless you have one last one, I want to make sure we give people enough to be able to go back, not be overwhelmed. If you're a true hip hop head, trust us. You want to go back?
1: I mean, we could throw out hundreds of them. We could say Bahamadia, Total. Oh
0: my goodness! All right. So all right. So all right. So now (laughs) you got me. Okay. So now you got me. Now you got me. All right. All right. One of the best songs of the Uh nineties. A true unsung hero uh-huh. of hip hop. And, and was that
1: on a premier's label? Or was that Guru's? I that never... was
0: on. That was originally on Ill Kid, which on was Ill Kid right? It was premier's. Yeah. Um, no, that was that was Guru. That was Guru. That was Guru.
1: Oh, except that premier would do the production.
0: I guess so. Yeah. But That was Guru's label, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that was Guru's, Guru's label. Um, where I, I believe he just tested stuff, right? right? Um, and there were some other gems on there. J. Roo's on there too. Well, and that was the and next Another year. one, and another yeah, one. Right? The we'll come on clean. Another kit. master yeah. master track yep. with with an iconic talk about drum beats, right? Like oh. iconic. You got that dripping sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, now we're going to torture. Up. All right, so yeah. we're giving you two more, and that's it. No more after this. <laughs> okay, okay. For the uninitiated, go back and both from the the gangstar camp, mm-hmm. gangstar foundation. Uh, I just uh, got to leave him
1: with one more that well, hold you probably on. Let, don't let, forget. Let, let's okay. talk about
0: Bahamadia <laughs> is an amazing lyricist. MC, yeah. She is a just a monster lyricist. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. That track is, It's it, in my opinion, it's one of the best hip-hop records yeah. of the 90s. Mm-hmm. So... Go back. Yeah. And 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 if you don't know Total Wreck, she has a video for it too, but you don't need to watch the video to mm-hmm. really feel that track. Right. Go back and absorb Total Wreck yeah. by Bahamadia. And then uh J. Rules Come Clean. I mean people year, know that record, next year, but, yeah. but J. Rules Come Clean, that production Was. And, and obviously his lyrical flow is iconic. Mm-hmm. And those are quintessential 90s hip hop that you don't typically hear people talk about. Right, people know it. They know. I'm not saying people don't know. So I know that people say, "Oh, we know that record." Mm -hmm. I know you know that record, (laughs) but this is for those folks that don't know. Right, you can't go wrong. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, could we stop here, or you had something? We might have to
1: do a part two.
0: All right, we'll have to do a part two. two. So we're gonna leave it here. Do yourself a favor. Don't do me a favor. I already know the song. (laughs) Do yourself a favor. If you're a hip-hop head, go back. Check out those records. Let us know uh, what resonated with you. Hopefully, they all resonate. Hopefully, they will all inspire you to bring your A-game if you're an artist. And if you're not an artist, if you're just a hip-hop fan, then you clearly will appreciate quality Mm hip-hop music. Before we break out, we got to let you know to make sure If you enjoyed this episode of Sounds from the Underground from Insomniac Magazine, then visit Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you can listen to podcasts. If you're not a podcast listener, wherever uh, you feel most comfortable, subscribe for free, obviously, to Sounds from the Underground from Insomniac Magazine give us a rating and preferably a five-star rating <laughs> and also follow us on all of the obvious platforms on instagram and on twitter at insom mag since 96 at insom mag since since 96 and we're also on facebook insomniac magazine and we'll uh, we'll see you on the site insomniacmagazine.com peace you can say peace no it was cool No, it was good. You don't want to say peace? We're still recording. Say peace. (laughs) (laughs) Say peace, Kevin. Peace.